Hi, it's Corbin. I'm Owen. And I'm Austin. And today, we're going on part two of In Cold Blood. Following part two here of In Cold Blood, the KBI joins this investigation of the murders at the Clutter's house. Uh, Al Dewey is the lead investigator of this case. He is very involved. Uh, he loves his job. He's here to help the family. It said at one point in the story how he lost, uh, I think it was 20 pounds. Uh, he lost the 20 pounds because he wouldn't sleep. He would stay up. He wouldn't eat. He'd feel sick to his stomach when new stuff would show up to make it harder. Uh, there's 18 detectives assigned to this case. Dewey picks up on the little things. He found a watch in Nancy's shoe. He was exploring Kenyon's space, saw that his radio was gone, his little pocket radio. Uh, he gets Nancy's diary to see if there's anything in that. Uh, he takes all precautions. He even has as one of the possible suspects as Nancy's boyfriend, Bobby. Uh, just to, you know, start from a big, big range of people and work your way down. Uh, he eventually does think that Bobby did not do it. Um, Holcomb, because of these murders, they're slowly change, changing. They aren't trusting each other as much. It kind of mentioned that part one. They're locking their doors more because you'd never expect something to happen like this in a small town, but you never know if it's your neighbor or who it is after something like this happens. So, Also, while investigating, checking out the Clutter's house, they had to burn bed clothes, a bedside rug, mattresses, and a teddy bear because of the blood stains, and they weren't like re-keepable, so they had to burn those. Uh, this also wasn't the first murder to happen in Holcomb. The first one was actually 40 years ago, the book mentions. So for Dick and Perry, how they started part two was at Dick's parents' house. They drove all the way there that day of the murders and Perry stayed in a hotel. And um, what they did is they later went to a bunch of stores and wrote checks that were gonna bounce to get a bunch of stuff and they pawned it off so they'd have money for going to Mexico. But this actually make, made Dick feel bad for once for his parents because he knew that they were gonna be the ones that had to take the blame. But Perry like reassured him that it was gonna be okay. And so what they went to Mexico and they met these two people. Their friends were Otto and Cowboy. Otto was like a rich guy and Cowboy was just a native, and um, they were, Otto was on vacation down there, and he took him on, like, fishing trips and stuff, but Perry really enjoyed, like, fishing with them, but Dick didn't really have, like, he didn't like being on the sea. He just complained the whole time, and Perry did end up catching a big fish and liked it. He was really excited and got a picture with it. Um, and also, um, Perry told the story about him murdering the colored man but in reality he didn't actually kill him even though that's the reason that dick chose him to, to be his accomplice he just told dick that because he wanted to act like he was manly so then when Otto left and they had to really start to settle into mexico um they started to run out of money from all the stuff that they'd sold and Dick went to try and get a job as, like, the mechanic because that's what he was good at. And he said it only paid $2 a day. So that he knew that it wasn't going to work, so they had to catch a, catch a train back to 
San Diego and walk down in the desert. And they were going to try and rob someone that was driving and steal their, all their, they're trying to find someone good to steal their money and their car and everything. And, um, before they went to, back to America, Perry had to try and decide what stuff he wanted to bring back with him. And this is when they got into, like, all the letters that he had from his father and from Barbara, his sister, and from Willie J. From when he got in prison the first time. And we find out a lot more about Perry. Perry was, when Perry was moving back into the United States, he had a box full of stuff that he kept from his childhood that consisted of letters and different journals that he had created to save about his life. One letter that was in the box was from his dad, and the letter consisted of many events about his childhood that helped him upbring him while he was in jail. He learned a lot about his childhood and just remembered it and throughout reading these letters. And in the letter his dad wrote him, the he left out many details and it is generally just self-righteousness that fills Perry with self-pity, love, and hate. <clears throat> During Perry's childhood, he remembers watching his parents, Tex and Flo, ride bucking horses at rodeos. He also remembers his parents' divorce and how he went to stay with his mother and tried to run away to his father, but was turned away. He ended up getting put in a Catholic orphanage, but the nurses there beat him because he would wet the bed. And <laughs> his finally, finally in the third grade, his father took him in to uh, foster, and he, third grade ended up being his last year of school because he ended up traveling the country with his father in a mobile home. Perry also found a letter from his sister Barbara that told him that he was basically a mistake and that everything was his fault and he was in the place that he was in because of the mis the uh, decisions that Perry had made. And basically the letter scolds Perry and makes him feel sorry for himself and blamed him for their father and childhood and for everything that happened uh, to her as well. This also, <laughs> he also sent this to Willie J. And Willie J sent him a letter back and basically uh, comforted Perry and told him that everything was all right and that uh, that she was like crazy and that he had nothing wrong with him and everything like that. To wrap up part two, it was good. I like taking Perry's escape plane to Mexico and we learned about some more of what they did after the murder. I thought learning about Perry's background was pretty cool and how to see how it affected him and his new life and how bad his uh, childhood really was. I can't wait to keep reading forward into part three and see how Dick and Perry end up getting caught. And I think it's going to be really good.